Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Chrissy Rutherford. Yes. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Okay, amazing. <laughs> uh, digital editor at Harper's Bazaar, which is fucking dope. That I am. <laughs> I mean, I basically invited myself on this podcast. Not in the slightest. We, Chrissy and I have been DMing <laughs> since my podcast began, I feel like. Yeah. Because I feel like it just speaks to you the same way that it speaks to me. Yes. Yeah. I love talking about relationships. Yeah. And also my friend Isaac was on it, and that's True. how I He's found out best. about it, and... I've told all best. my friends to pam- to follow you I guys. I feel like this is his thing. Yeah, right? this is his sticker. Oh, great. I like Love you. it. Love it. I need to get him one of those. We like you, Isaac. Um, we do. Shout out. <laughs> Thanks for connecting us. So where are you from and how old are you? I'm from Westchester, New York, mm-hmm. Bedford, for those who are familiar, yes. and I'm 32 years old. Love it. You literally look like you're 21, <laughs> which is so funny. I know. Um, so... What has your dating experience been like? Are you single right now? Are you dating? Are you in a relationship? Um, I'm a single. Um, I have one interested party. Um, mm. I'm sure it's not just one. <laughs> just one that you know about. Yes, fair. Um, I'm not really dating because I hate dating. And mm-hmm. I hate putting the effort into it. I would rather just... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Be with friends than be out trying to meet strangers. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but what was your last date like? My last date, um, I was actually off of apps for about like six to eight months, and I got back on them at the beginning of the summer, and mm-hmm. I went on one date with a guy. We just met up at the Domino Park in Williamsburg, which was actually really nice on, like, a Sunday evening. Like, the sun was going down. We just, like, walked around and Mm -hmm. talked. And it was actually nice because I hadn't been on a date in, a like, a real date in a while. So Mm -hmm. it kind of reminded me, like, oh, like, it actually is easy for me. Like, I can talk to people. Totally. Um, But I wasn't into him. Mm -hmm. So that was that. (laughs) What, What are some reasons that you wouldn't be into a guy? Like, it doesn't have to be that guy in particular. Um, what are some turnoffs? That's a good question. Um, guys that are not compassionate or empathetic. Mm. And um, I don't know, weird sense of, hu- not weird sense of humor, no sense of humor. Yeah. And just, like, boring and, like, expecting kind of, like, the girl to always... Right do everything. Do you think there's a difference between a guy who doesn't have a bad 
who has a bad sense of humor and a guy who just like doesn't get the joke but like has a good sense of humor like mm-hmm. like do you think that it's possible that a guy can be funny right yeah, but right. that you don't think they're funny but like that their friends do like can you try to see past that kind of thing or not really um I feel like I laugh at everything. Yeah. Like, everything. So, so. so you have to be really unfunny for yes. you to not laugh. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so, that's so funny. So something that I wanted to address is a bunch of girls have reached out, and they've been like, why do guys masturbate? Hmm. And I want to ask, would you be offended if your boyfriend masturbated? Absolutely not. That's mm-hmm. just, like, human nature. Mm-hmm. So why would you say that guys masturbate then? Um, for, I mean, aside from the obvious being pleasure, but I think a lot of guys just do it also as like stress relief. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like they don't even like think about it. It's just like. Right. Something that they do. Right. Like they're on autopilot. <laughs> right. I think that's true. I think like sometimes people just masturbate to go to bed, you know, like to right. go to sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, like, masturbating, I feel like, is so... It just... It would be weird to me if it had a stigma around it still. Because I masturbate, like, any time that I can. Same. I feel like, yeah. It's just... Yeah. I feel like, did girls normalize that? <clears throat> yeah, I think bit? so. I think you have to, like, actively work to... To talk about things mm-hmm. that are taboo. Because that's yeah. why they are because no one feels comfortable talking about them right i agree also did so did you see the question that i posted this i think it was yesterday about a girl like if a guy should be offended if a girl gets dry like 15 minutes into sex someone reached out to me and they asked me that oh really and i wonder like if that has anything to do with do you think a girl potentially getting dry has anything to do with how into the guy she is. Oh, no. Like, right. absolutely not. Guys definitely don't realize that things down there have nothing to do with how into them we are. Like, if we get dry, if we're soaking wet... And it's funny, because if we are really wet, I feel like guys are like, oh my god, you're right. so wet. <laughs> like, it's all me. I'm like, mm. Or just I'm like, just, like, really horny. Yeah. Like, for reasons that have nothing to do with you. Uh, yeah. Um, but... If it's the opposite, I'd love to use a good lube. Like, I feel like lube is so underrated. 100%. And um, it just, it does make feel make things feel so much better. Right now, my favorite one is this one called Woo for Play. Do you have it? No, I haven't heard of it. I have to give you a sample. It's, like, Please. so fucking good. It, um, it's basically, like, it's coconut-based, which is my favorite because I love coconut. Oh, yeah, like, I love first that. First of all. Um, and the packaging is so, like, sleek and cool. Like, you can keep it in your handbag and no one's like, oh, why do you have lube? <laughs> Fair. Um, and it's just, like, great. I'm a huge fan. It honestly makes me want to have sex more. Like, I don't know what it does, but there's something about it. Maybe it's because, like, it there's, like, a vanilla essence to it, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it actually tastes good. Right. And kind of smells like cupcakes. Yeah. I'd be Which is that. really great. Yeah. So if you're listening, definitely get involved with Woo for Play. Um, it's wooforplay.com, W O O for Play. Like for Play. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. That's a cute name. Um, and you can follow them on Instagram at Woo for Play. 
and Twitter and Facebook. So check them out. Do you think that it's strange to not be over someone after a year? What a poignant question. <laughs> Um, no, I think it, I think it just depends. Um, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get over people. And, um, I think there's also a lot of factors of why you may not be over someone after Mm -hmm. a year. It just, it depends. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that the way everyone looks at getting over relationships is like, Oh, you have to get under someone, you know? Yeah, get under to get over. Yes. Um, And I'm so against that. Mm -hmm. Like, completely. Um, Because I'm a very emotional person Mm -hmm. and I like to, if I'm upset over someone, like, I need to take a step back and, like, process those feelings Mm -hmm. and kind of like, you know, let myself be sad and let myself dwell on Wait, it. Wait, remind me your sign, you're a Pisces, I'm right? a Pisces. I, I could tell. <laughs> um, uh, you know, talk it out in therapy, write mm-hmm. about it. Um, and, you know, I know when it's, I know when it's time to, like, move on or, you know, try to put myself out there again. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for the most part, I'm not really... Even if I am upset about over someone, I don't think I ever really like let it interfere with meeting someone else because, yeah. you know, I do believe that, you know, things kind of happen for a reason and some mm-hmm. people fall out of a relationship and yeah, they might meet someone amazing, you know, the next month and right. maybe they're not ready, but you kind of just never know how these things go. But I'm not purposefully, like, out there, Mm -hmm. you know, searching for someone to help Mm -hmm. me get over someone else. Right, totally. Yeah. Do you think that it doesn't, like, matter... Do you agree that it doesn't matter how long you see someone in terms of how long it takes to get over them? Like, you can be over someone you dated for two years in one, like, a few weeks. Yeah. I feel like if you dated someone for, like, you know, a month and you're not over them, like, the next year, obviously, that's... That's concerning. That's kind of concerning. That's very (laughs) concerning. Like, would you reach out to them or just, like, be sad for yourself at that point? Be sad for myself. Yeah, Yeah. same. Wow. I feel like I've been there. (laughs) Um, Oh, (laughs) y'all. So, this one is actually really interesting because I feel like every woman has experienced it. And I hope every man has, too. I don't hope, but it's just just for equality reasons. (laughs) Um, But um, cheating and kind of when you're in a new relationship, how to get over past cheating and not, like, carry it over into this new relationship. And a, and a question I actually asked recently on We Met, and I forgot I know, to address I think it. That, I think I is saw... Is, like, would you tell your new partner that you were cheated on? And everyone was like, yeah, it was, like, 70% yes. And I was like, girl, no. And guy, no. Like, it's such a turnoff, I feel like, to be like, oh, by the way, like, I was cheated on. So, like, <laughs> please don't hurt me. It's like, well, no. by... It's like saying, well, by the way, like, I'm a human. Right. You know... I think, like, the underlying issue there is, like, actually, is that you might go into a new relationship with trust issues, Mm -hmm. and so maybe having a conversation about that at some point is necessary, but, like, not within, you know, like, the first... I don't even think that conversation is necessary. Like, I think you could just be, like, like, if you're you're displaying 
lack of trust for them. Right. You could be like, oh, sorry, it's just my past. Like, you don't have to be like, I was oh, cheated right. on. Oh, right. Yeah, no, no. Hurt. I agree. Yes. You know? I don't think you need to go into that at right. all. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah, and I think I think that I, the reason I know this is because I've made that mistake. Like, I dated someone after being cheated on, and I was like, I was cheated on in my last relationship. Like, please don't cheat on me, which is, like, the dumbest yeah. thing to say. Like, oh, my God. But I was very naive back then. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, no, of course not. And then, like, obviously, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they cheated on me. I think, like, by then I was so fucked up from, like, the original cheating that I would, like, <laughs> cheat on them to, like, protect myself, so, you know? Oh, boy. <laughs> cheating really fucks you up. Like, there... I feel like we need to talk about it I more. know. I was actually surprised by your response yeah, to your question about, like, can you love someone and still cheat on them? Actually, I so I, I wanted to take it back, but I felt okay. like it was, like, too late. <laughs> right. Um, I think that... I meant to DM you about it, yeah. I was, but, I, but I figured I would yeah, hold yeah, it till yeah. today. No, re-Esther Perel and, like, that kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, you obviously can love someone if you've cheated on them. For sure. Can you love someone if you're consistently cheating on them? Right. Not no, really. No. And, that's, and that was where the question had, like, a confusion. Yeah. Because it wasn't, in my opinion, I didn't read it as, like... Once I read it as like consistent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's what I was gonna say to you. I was yeah. like, well, it kind of depends, but mm-hmm. I think in general, there's so many reasons why people cheat, and um, I don't think it's always because like they don't love the person they're with. Like, right. I've, I think it's a lot of the time because people are insecure. Um, yeah, and you know, I think oftentimes people think that you're going to get everything you can from this one relationship right. and you don't always right. this is actually something that Isaac and I have fought about yeah why because um, he thinks you can um because he just he's very black and white on the cheating thing he's just like yeah no like honestly there's no I'm under- there's no understanding with him. like I'm kind of with him and I feel like him and I actually might have touched on this I I do understand that people can cheat and be in love. Yeah. Do I want to be with those people? Right. No. no. Of course not. And, like, would I personally forgive? Probably not. You know? Right. That's, That's where the problem is. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm black and white about it in my personal life, but yeah. I want to be open about it and right. not. Yeah. Like, I guess you have to think about yourself. Like, why would you cheat? You know? Right. I don't know. I've never cheated on someone or been cheated on. Wow. I'm knocking on wood for you. That's very lucky. Um, But I also feel like I... I don't even know how to, like, explain this, but I don't know. I haven't let someone Well, I... Yeah. I mean, I haven't been in, you know, a super serious long-term relationship before, um, but... I don't know. I think that... What's your longest relationship been? Um, six or seven months. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. there's like... Everyone's like, oh my God, red flag. But no, I don't think it's a red flag at all. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Do you there's think I should of... ask a poll? Yeah. Okay. Well, because I think, I think you... a lot of people have been in that situation. Like are in that situation. Um, yeah, I think obviously like being in New York is super tough when it comes to dating and then also when you factor in have you been in New York for your whole dating life? Y- yeah. Mhm. 
Um, and then also just factoring in um, everyone's damaged. So you, would you say like the relationships that you've been in that have lasted a few months, like do they t- seem to end for the similar reasons or is it always different? Um, I think it tends to be different, but I've also, you know, always been drawn to men who are emotionally unavailable. Mm. That's my specialty. Um, but I got, it's actually something that so I it's had. Your, do you think that it's a subconscious like choice because you know that you like are, you know, a successful woman and you have a great career and you're like almost subconsciously choosing those men because you're not ready to take that next step? Um, I think that could, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, another part of it is just like our attachment styles. Um, have you read? Attached, you have I have, it. and yes. I, we had a whole conversation about it um, on this. Who did? Oh, with Amy Chan. With Amy Chan. Okay. Do you know Amy Chan? She's amazing. No. Shout out to Amy. We she was on a few episodes episodes ago, okay, and we listen. totally broke down the attachment theories. Yes. Which one do you think that you have? I know for a fact that I have insecure attachment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can you explain that to anyone who maybe missed that but is listening tonight? Um, insecure attachment is basically you feel anxious about relationships. So how is it different than anxious attachment? Um, oh, anxious and insecure attachment are the same thing. Yeah, there's two different names for them. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you are anxious in relationships and you basically think that, well, you're like hypersensitive to like any changes Mm -hmm. in the person that you're dating. And you also Mm. just kind of think that like people you know men don't want to be in relationships like that's kind of how I've always Mm -hmm. thought Mm -hmm. um and so you're just like you're always like watching to like pick up on like little signs like oh I texted him and he hasn't responded in like you know two hours and um but reading that book which I did what two years ago now maybe three years has totally changed my perspective Mm -hmm. in dating because now I'm aware that like all those crazy thoughts I was always having Mm. in my head while dating people um was because of that and not because I'm actually crazy right no 100 (laughs) percent yeah have you do you find that yourself that you're turned off by like someone who displays secure attachment because you have anxious attachment no the the not the last guy but the second to last guy i dated had secure attachment Mm -hmm. um but he was all he was going through he had gotten out of a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. about like three or four months before we started dating and um I basically didn't know how bad it was in the mm-hmm. beginning, so it, everything was fine. And um, and then what? Maybe like two months into it, he was like, "Listen, I'm still like really hurting," and right. so we went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was abs- He definitely had secure attachment. Um, mm-hmm. But now I'm, you know, more cognizant of men who have avoidant attachment, which is what I've always been drawn to. Right. And avoidant and people with anxious attachment are always likely to find each other because you both are reinforcing 
the like false narratives that you have yeah, about relationships, yeah, that's like what we avoidance, mm-hmm. think that you know. Uh, having a partner means like you're gonna lose your independence yeah, and, yeah, yeah. of course so it's like you both are just it's a cycle that never ends yeah so someone recently brought up Enneagram Enneagram oh yeah I saw that Did, and do you know yours I don't but I I think I looked into it once like a yeah. couple months ago because I feel like I saw someone like maybe right. on a dating app post right. theirs uh-huh so weird um <laughs> I know I was watching Love Island last night. I'm telling what them on is season. that? Okay. What well, is you that? need to get involved. And if you are listening and you are a Love Island person, aka you do anything related to Love Island, I need the cast on my show. And um, I love you. But Love Island is a UK show, a show, a British television show that people get really into. It comes on every day in the summer in the UK. And there are four seasons. I started with the fourth season because you can start wherever. Yeah. And um, I'm now in the third. And in this episode last night, this girl and this guy were partnered up, which doesn't last long, but sometimes these people partner up and whatever. They're a couple for a second. They were having a conversation, and the guy basically was like, yeah, women have equality. And then she was like, what are you talking about? Like, not yet. And he was like, yeah, no, like they're equal now. And she, they, like, broke up because of that conversation. And he kept, like, defending himself. And I was like, wait, are you... He was like, we have a woman who's, like, the prime minister or something. I don't even know what he was saying. Like, that's like saying racism doesn't exist because Obama was president. Right. <laughs> like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, no. Beyond. It sounds like a trash um, show. Wait, are you like, still looking up your Enneagram? I'm trying to do okay, it, good. but it's, like... No, do it's it. It's for... <laughs> There's 14 pages of questions. Wait. The individualist, identity seekers who feel unique and different. People of this personality tend to build their identities around their perception of themselves as being somehow different or unique. They are thus self-consciously individualistic. Fours tend to see their difference from others as being both a gift and a curse. Yes. A gift because it sets them apart from those they perceive as being somehow quote-unquote common and a curse as it so often seems to separate them from the simpler forms of happiness that others so readily seem to enjoy. Thus, fours can manage to feel superior to others while also secretly harboring some degrees of longing and envy. Although I'm not envious. A feeling of being a member of the true aristocracy alternates with deep feelings of shame and fears of how somehow being deeply flawed or defective. Fours are emotionally complex and highly sensitive. They long to be understood and appreciated, yep, for their authentic selves. But but easily feel misunderstood and underappreciated, yep. They have a tendency to withdraw in the face of of a world that seems harsh or crude and are often somewhat moody and temperamental. They are emotionally centered and spend much of their lives immersed in their internal mental landscapes where they feel free to cultivate and analyze their feelings. A desire to manifest this internal world often leads fours to an interest in arts and somehow... And some do become actual artists, whether artistic or not. However, fours are aesthetically sensitive and concerned with self-expression and self-revelation, whether it be in the clothes they wear or the overall nature of their often idiosyncratic lifestyles. Fours are somewhat melancholic by disposition and under stress tend to lapse into depression. They also tend to be self-absorbed, even under the best of circumstances, but when unbalanced, easily give way to a self-indulgence, which they perceive as being fully justified as a way to compensate for the general lack of pleasure they experience in their lives. Rather than look for practical solutions to their difficulties, fours are prone to fantasizing about a savior who will rescue them from their unhappiness. (laughs) Whoa. Do you agree with that? Yeah, for the most part. 
So. What does knowing your Enneagram change about your life? Um, nothing. I think it just like kind of validates things that I already know about myself. Do you think that your Enneagram has anything to do with make like the fact that it's difficult for you to find a long-term love? Um, not really. Okay. Did you look at what it was on enneagraminstitute.com. No, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to look at it for you, and then I'm going to read mine, because I think this is very interesting. Enneagram. And also, this is the first time we've ever talked about Enneagrams on the podcast. Okay. So, as you mentioned, you're the individualist. Yes. Your basic fear is that you have no identity or personal significance. Your basic desire. So stretch, maybe. So deep, so dark. It's so funny. That reminds me of when I was playing a murder game this past weekend or two weekends ago, and someone found like like a murder. Um, you know, like who's the murderer? You know that game, like Clue. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the detective guessed the murderer, and I was like hosting it, so I had to be like the murder has now been found out. And it was just such like a like sad thing to deliver. Um, okay, your basic desire, if you agree, yeah. is to find yourself and your significance. Yeah. I like that. Your Enneagram 4 with the three wing. What the fuck what is that? The You're the aristocrat or the bohemian? Hmm. Which Key one motivations you? want to express ourselves and our individuality. Yes, I agree with that. Love that. Oh, look at all these people who have the same Enneagram. Billy Holiday, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan, Paul Simon. Major. Cher, Annie Lennox. These are not people who don't like the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You are emotionally honest, creative, and personal. Yes. But you can also be moody and self-conscious. Yes. You're self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. I think (laughs) self-aware people are so few and far between I know really good um I think a lot of people think they're self-aware mm-hmm. but they're not right um right because no test, people though. think because people think that like <laughs> they can like kind of be mean to themselves and that's being self-aware but that's not being self-aware there's also two types of being self-aware there's um being aware of how others perceive you mm. and then um I don't remember how the other one is described, but I read about it in a yeah. Psychology Today article. I would love to read that article. I'll you find need to it find for it for me, please. Yeah. Okay, and then my type, and then we're moving on, is the enthusiast. Um, my basic fear is of being deprived and in pain. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> deprived of what? <laughs> my basic desire is to be satisfied and content. To have my needs fulfilled. I mean, same. <laughs> all right. I'm either the entertainer or the realist. Um, probably both. Okay, good to know. Okay, since since I have to say that bad too. Um, playful, playful, high spirit, and practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. My manager is here, and I can tell you she will agree. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. 
Mozart, the Dalai Lama, oh, Thomas shit. Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Amelia oh. Earhart. Oh, major. Wow, bosses. Except I don't like Katy Perry. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I do. If you're listening, Katy, let's let's make up on my podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Who do you think should send a follow-up message after a date? Oh, I love this question. Um, the person... Who, oh, not wait. the girl. Wait, so there's options. The person who paid... The person who paid or the person who was paid for? The person who paid. Because, because now we're making it, like, all gender, Fair. all, you know... The one that initiated the date. Mm-hmm. Slash paid. I agree. Is the one who should send the text the next 100%. day. 100%. Because you are in an active role of pursuing them. Yes. Totally. So why would they have to thank you? Right. Right. It's confusing to me because a lot of times a girl will, or a guy, will send a follow-up message. Yeah. And then it'll kind of die after that. And they'll be like, why did it die? And it's like, because you didn't give him a chance to like, or give her a chance to decide how she felt about you right. or he felt about you. You just had to say thank you. Like for what? When right. you already thanked them the next day. Yeah. Or the day before. Right. I feel like you got to give them as, an opportunity. Yeah. Assuming you already thanked them at dinner yeah. when they drop you off at mm-hmm. home or whatever, put you in a cab, there's really no need to send a follow up. Or like, there's no need to initiate the follow up. Like I think that more. is the person that initiated the date. I couldn't agree more. Do you want to go through some DMs with me? Sure. How many do you get? Oh my god. So many. So many. Right now I have 18. Okay. So let's go to unread. And let's see. Okay, so this one was, is it normal for your partner's mother to have a key to their apartment? What do you think? (sighs) What is she doing? Like, what is she doing? Is she coming to, like, drop off groceries for you guys or, like, clean your apartment? Probably. Yes. Probably. <laughs> then, like, yeah, why not? But right. I think it needs to be, like, clearly communicated when she is going to be at the apartment. Yep. I'd agree with that. All right, let's see. But that's, like, kind of weird. Would you forgive someone if they peed in your bed? Depends. if they're Are they drunk? Yeah. 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 What about if they vomited? No. That's that's a hard no for me. <laughs> yeah, I just... just like take... No, just because I have, like... I can't be around people throwing up. Yeah, just, like, take the vomit elsewhere. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, that's not a question. Try reopening and closing the... Um, people need to they specify they're like does she have a key on her at all times <laughs> is there <laughs> they re- I know it's hard because some of your questions sometimes I feel like you want to be like well right it depends right. on it, it isn't always totally. black and white but you totally. know okay actually here's a good one okay so this person met a guy in the Hamptons a few weeks ago um, she, oh he was very into her, but she didn't show interest back. Um, she hung out with him talking till 7am, but then he got mad at her because he was like, I'm really into you. 
and she wouldn't give anything back to him. He didn't ask for her number, so she friended him on Facebook. And basically she's interested, but he doesn't believe her. Ugh, this sounds... Sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah. She says, we've been playing... We've been texting, but he thinks I'm playing a game. How do I prove to him I'm interested? Okay. I said, said, how old are you guys? She said, I'm 23. He's 26. Oh, Oh my God. They're so young. Um, That's ridiculous. Because first of all, like, she just... Like, this is all happening in the same night. Like, you can... You cannot know how you feel about someone. You can yeah. see someone for a month and not know how you feel about them. Yeah, so that how needs are they... to be like more of a that sounds like clear thing. toxic masculinity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you could like, hang I'm out with someone. I'm showing interest in you, so you have to tell. Like, right, what? you could hang out, out with someone for a month <laughs> and still not know. I think that's totally true. I feel like we are brainwashed to believe that relationships are just supposed to work a certain way. Like, if a guy really likes you, he'll text you this way. And if a guy really likes you, he'll do this. And if a guy really likes you, he'll do that. But um, that's just not the way it works. That's just not the way it always works. Like I do agree, but I also disagree in that I think that it is very clear when a guy likes you. Yes. Like, I think... I do see a lot of women reach out and they'll be like, you know, how do I know if he's into me? And that's generally, like, 70% of the questions. And I do think that it is obvious. Like... I do. They won't pretend to be busy. They will ask for a plan, you know? Yeah. And when I... Like, you know, I'm single. When I'm single, I have my friends in relationships and married and engaged telling me, like, you know, they'll, it'll just be so clear. It'll just be so obvious. And it is true. Yeah. You know? I've always kind of said, like, if you are spending a lot of time trying to figure out whether someone likes you, it's not right. Mm-hmm. Because you just know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that... If you're kind of like still turned off by someone who shows that they like you, that you're not ready for a real relationship, no, or, or that that's not the right person, you also might just not like them. Mm-hmm. Because not everyone that likes you, you're gonna like back. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. But remember when we were younger and, like, didn't really have feelings and someone would be like, this person likes you, and then you'd be like, okay, I like them too. Really? I've had feelings, I feel like, for forever. Like, my first crush was in, like, second or third grade. Yeah. I guess, like, I didn't really get hurt by a guy until, like, high school. Ah, that's not true. My camp, my camp boyfriend, I'll never forget, fucking broke up with me. And started dating another girl at camp. Like, in the not camp season, too. Oh. Which was hurtful. It was so really he was hurtful. creeping on the low. Creeping on the low. <laughs> and, like, don't you hate that guys who end up dating that, like, one girl are always, like, they've always said something about that girl. Like, oh, she's right. so nothing. Or, right. like, uh, you know? And it's like, just like, be open about it. Don't, like, pretend she sucks and then be with her. <laughs> They might not it's still realize. hurt for my camp boyfriend, clearly. Yeah. It's really painful. I know the first boy I ever, quote unquote, went out with in middle school, 
um, dumped me because I was hanging out with another guy that I was just friends with. But he thought I was like, like uh, he thought I liked him or something like that. I don't know. It was ridiculous. He just, broke up with me on the bus. I'm sorry, but guys are fully more jealous. <laughs> I know. Way more jealous. Slash insecure. Yeah, so insecure. Also, like, I actually have a funny conversation. <laughs> so, if you were, if you were dating someone and they like selectively liked your Instagrams, would you care? So that's the first question, and then it gets deeper. Okay, if I liked someone and they, if were... you were, you, someone was your partner. Oh, and they selectively liked your Instagrams. Would I be bothered? Yeah. No. What if... Okay, so now I'm going to take a step further. What if the Instagrams that your partner decides to like are, like, more classy Instagrams <laughs> and they refuse to like pictures of you in a bikini or in any way, in, like, hot, sexy photos of you? <laughs> that would be so strange. Right. I also don't look at that feed that shows right. you what people are like. No, so I actually... A lot of trouble. So it's, it's not like it's not like a secret, but I just... Yeah. I know that my boyfriend doesn't like when I post, like, bikini shots, mm. you know? Yeah. And so he actively doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> physically shoot me a like because he wants me to know <laughs> that he doesn't like that. That's silly. And I feel like it's silly, you yeah. know? And I feel like the real reason is because, like, he he feels like, you know, you have a boyfriend, why do you have to show that? But when I ask him about it, he's like, he's no. like, um, I just think it's, like, you know, self-publicity and it's <laughs> unnecessary and or self-promotion. Or just, like, your body. And yeah, and I'm like, um, yeah, it's self-promotion. I'm promoting this hotness, like... <laughs> What what else he is you're Instagram? out there like trying to like fish for I don't know. fish for other dudes? I don't know, but it's not the case. Babe. I will always post bikini photos. I agree. Always. I agree. And like, if you're dating someone who is first of all public on Instagram, like you gotta right. know that that's coming. Yeah. Otherwise, what are you doing? You know, and that doesn't mean you have to like become an Instagram boyfriend. No. But you have to be supportive of it. Yeah. Support is the new chivalry. We've learned. Or just, like, don't say anything about it. Right. Or shutting the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, either support <laughs> this post or keep your mouth shut is really how it needs to go. I think I completely so. agree. I think so. Fully. What's, like, a quote that you've learned when it comes to dating or love or anything that you that's really helped you or just, like, you know, given you hope? Given me hope. Um... <laughs> I don't think I have any. Mm-hmm. Um, What's one that you just, like, don't like, maybe? That you think is BS? Maybe we'll go uh, in that direction. That um, that you have to love yourself mm-hmm. to find... You don't like that one. A partner. I yeah. agree, because there are so <laughs> many people in relationships that hate themselves. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And like what? Okay, and if it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Or that like I mean, I I know this will um be very polarizing, but also that like love comes when you least expect it. Mm. I mean, not always. Like, yes, I know, I'm with you. I think like that bullshit. can that can happen, but it's like 
<laughs> I've always said, like, okay, well, if that's the case, like, it's that I'm never going to be in a relationship because right. I'm always, like, hopeful about meeting new people. And I people think that's fine. And... I don't think your attitude has to change. I think that quote is bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, a prayer to me. That's, like, people who <laughs> sit and pray for, like, things and yeah. don't go out and try to do them. Like, which, no disrespect to religious people, but that just doesn't work. Like, no. I think that similar to love, like, and similar to prayer, like, if you want something, you really have to go out and do something about it. And, right. like, whether that means going on an app or going to more, like, events and putting yourself out there more. Like, that's really the only way it does happen for you. Yeah. You know, like, for anyone. But I guess, Um, I guess, like, the only thing I would say, like, a quote that, like, I do like is Mm -hmm. that things happen for a reason. I agree. Or just, like, that what, you know, what's meant to be yours will be yours and what is not meant for you will not be for you. And, like, I've just had so many different instances in my Mm -hmm. life that I think have really proven to me that like you know we're all on a certain path and like things do happen for a reason like Mm -hmm. when I remember like the first guy I wanted to lose my virginity to Mm -hmm. um we were in a hotel room together and like it very much like could have happened Mm -hmm. and like he said he didn't have a condom on him but like I knew that there were condoms in the room but like something in my mind was just like whatever like let it go Mm -hmm. and so we didn't and um he was someone that I had been very close with for two years we were like kind of like friends with benefits but whatever and I was just kind of wanted to like get it over with um but then our relationship like absolutely fell apart like a couple Mm. months later which like even in that was really devastating for me so I couldn't imagine like if I had actually lost my virginity to him and the guy that I did lose my virginity to like was just literally the most amazing experience of my life wow that's so rare (laughs) like and amazing so I'm shook that so yeah those two Mm -hmm. things happening in my life I was just like this is you know it everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out. A hundred percent. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, everything definitely happens for a reason. And that's why we met and you came on my podcast. I know. So I think sadly we have to wrap up, but Sad. tell everyone where they can find you and follow you and read about you and everything. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Chrissy Ford. That's Chrissy with a C-H. Yes. Um, yeah, and you can see my work on the Harper's Bazaar Instagram as well, because I run that account. Yes, you at can. At Harper's Bazaar US. Follow, and please follow We Met at Acme if you're not already following. Duh. Write us a review in the App Store, and have a beautiful life, and hopefully we'll see you soon.